Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 45 of the Snapbacks and Beards podcast. Fresh off uh, a weekend together, watching some, some local wrestling, or local to me anyway, we are back. We're here to discuss Survivor Series and any other few bits that have happened in the wrestling world and make our predictions. I am your host, that wrestling guy, TWG1991, joined, as always, by my wonderful security, J&J, um, <laughs> the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are we doing? I'm all good here, man. Yeah, how are you? Good. Yeah, very, very well. And J.E. WrestleTalk. Jay, how are we doing? Yeah, all good, buddy. Can't complain. Ready to uh, ready to talk Survivor Series. Love it. Love it. So, as I said, we have got Survivor Series this weekend where the three of us will be on TikTok Live watching it. And so you can see all our live reactions to that if you want to come and do that. Spend the evening with us. So, let's start off. I don't know the order of the matches, although I would predict the men's war games will main event but we're going to start off with the most recent match that has been announced jay what is going to happen with santos escobar and carlito so it's funny you say this because me and johnny were actually talking about this in the room the other night carlito Bomo. 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 <laughs> carlito, uh, carlito lost his um his initial match back against Bobby Lashley and this will be Escobar. So he can't really afford to lose. And this will be Escobar's first match as a heel. So he can't really afford to lose, but it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Escobar. I uh, only actually managed to see SmackDown last night and I really, really liked his uh, promo. I thought it was really decent. And he in his suit, as you would say, uh, Stu, once you go in a suit, you're uh, you're heel for life. So uh, yep. that's it. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick santos escobar for this match it's gotta be cool yeah uh johnny what are we thinking santos is uh, as a heel just works doesn't it you know it's just so Not much a good better. heel yeah yeah and then yeah. when he's in the lwo with Rey mysterio it's like he can't be the second fiddle to anyone he has to be the main guy in whatever faction he's in or if he's by himself he has to be just the main event in his mind and if they really want to push a new mexican heel wrestler so they got dragon lee on the baby face side of things i imagine then you got santos escobar as the heel mexican wrestler like guerrero or del rio not suggesting he's the level of guerrero but that's what they're trying to do with him yeah um he has to win you know otherwise this is a bit of a waste of time that he's turned heel if he loses his first match it could be that he's got too cocky and he ends up losing to someone who knows how to cheat to win. But I think Santos Escobar has to win this. With Carlito, it's like, he's an older guy. He doesn't mind putting people over, I don't think. He's very laid back about his approach to things in the wrestling business. And I think if he's going to job to Escobar, I think he's more of the opinion of, like, well, pays well and I'll lose. I don't really mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I I agree. I mean, I I would go Escobar, and I'm I'm kind of getting the vibes, not 
Not saying that um, Andrade wasn't very good, because I think Andrade is unbelievable. I think he's so good. But I think this Escobar, Escobar character is everything they wanted Andrade to be when he was in WWE. I agree. But just couldn't, just couldn't quite get it to work. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going for Escobar on that same reason of I just can't. What's the point in turning him heel, giving him, you know, giving him all this sort of fanfare as a new heel and stuff like that to then have him lose his first match? I don't, I don't think that works. Um, yeah. The only way I could see it, and I wouldn't want too many kind of interferency type things happening. But I've heard a lot of rumours that they may be looking at Angel Gaza and Humberto Carrillo to join Escobar. So could we just see that we that's the feud we're going to get, LWO versus them three? Um, and you know, they make their presence known in this match and it ends in a bit of a a bit of a brawl because it it kind of then sort of saves both both men, like you say, then Carlito doesn't lose the second match he's had, but Escobar also doesn't lose his first heel match, but I I just think they should give it to Escobar personally. Mm. So yeah, totally agree, definitely. All three for Escobar then. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I I am thinking the more and more I, I look at this list and more and more think back to the conversations we've had, you know, in person and and, and in the in the group chat and everything. We we could have for the first time a, a snapbacks and beards clean sweep of just. We we can't go against each other because I don't I well, don't know if we are going to. That that depends if you agree with me and Johnny that Zoe Stark's going to win. So I don't know that's not true. Um, yeah. But so the Something next I've one about these factions, by the way, just a quick thing. You know, they yeah. try to bring back factions, and I don't know if you ever noticed, but the majority of the time, whenever they try to bring back a faction, it's never as good as the first time. Yeah. So LWO, they've tried to bring it back because it was something from the nostalgic era and it doesn't work. You know, the shield that brought that back, it was nowhere near as good as the second time. Yeah. So I think they kind of should have known better than to bring back the faction. It's like you can't replay that again. You just have to, that was then. You can't just bring it back because it's not going to work again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the issue as well is. The, the LWO, it just works better as a heel faction. And, mm. you know, they were brought back as, you know, a, a face, you know, faction. I just don't, I don't think it has the same, same appeal. Um, but talking of someone that seems to have flipped now to being a face, we've got The Miz, the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time, challenging Gunther who is on the greatest run as of an Intercontinental Championship run of all time. Johnny, what is going to happen here? Did you know the Miz main event at WrestleMania? As, as he mentioned it? I don't know if he's mentioned it. Did he's, you know that he uh, won money in the bank a few times and he's a Grand Slam champion two times over? I don't know if yeah. he's ever mentioned that. No, he's um, never, never mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> never mentioned it. Right. Uh, Gunter's going to win. Like, there isn't much I can say. In addition to that, Gunter's going to win. It is a way of getting the title reign to last a bit longer. The Miz obviously does have a good argument that, well, you know, I have won it nine times. So who's to say I can't beat you? So realistically, it should be unpredictable because the Miz obviously has been there and done that. He should 
if anyone can find a way to beat Gunter, maybe the Miz should be the one. But he's not going to. And of course, there's a talk about a return later on, which I'll get to. But I think one of the returns is taking out Gunter after the match. Mm, interesting. So. Um, John, I mean, Johnny, I've already written down your answer on my list for this. But who, who are you? Uh, who are you going for? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Gunther. Um, I actually think the Miz is the second greatest intercontinental champion of all time because I do think the first is Gunther. I think we have to we have to be talking about. I know what the Miz has done for the IC title. He made it relevant again when it wasn't, but no one's ever made it as prestigious as Gunther has made it. So I think he gets mm-hmm. that honor. Um, but yeah, the the Miz isn't going to win here. And like you say as well, he's literally turned that face character in like one or two promos. So that's just a testament to his work again. But yeah, Gunther's going to mm. win this. Yeah, I've 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 gone Gunther as well. I I've really liked the Miz. I really like Gunther, but that it's just not. It's just not going to be the Miz at this at this time. I think we will see him. As a as an intercontinental champion again, but mm-hmm. I just yeah I think it'll be I think it'll be someone else um, that that dethrones Gunther. If they do dethrone Gunther, he may go down the relinquishing it route potentially. Um, but yeah, well, interesting you say that because Samoa <laughs> just relinquished the uh, Ring of Honor TV title. Yeah, and as I've said before, these two sometimes do copy each other, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happens with Gunther. Which can I just add? I like I'm, you know, I, d- I don't want to offend or get on the old tribalism thing of too many AEW fans where you can't criticize them. Um, and I love Samoa Joe, but that just seems a really pointless thing to do in the sense of why not just lose it to Keith Lee if you're not gonna if you're gonna get rid of it anyway, just have Keith Lee win a title. But also Samoa Joe's giving that up, giving up a title when he's not got anything i know he's had it now agreed with mjf that he will get a title shot but like you know say for example my my ideal scenario Gunther wins the royal rumble and then relinquishes the title and says i've got my opportunity at mania i need to focus on that like that makes sense because he's got a championship shot there samoa joe didn't have that before just being like yeah i'm gonna get rid of the title like it just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. Like I say, he'd literally just had a match with Keith Lee. Like if that's the route they were going to go down, just have Keith Lee win the match. Like I don't, I don't get that booking really. Um, but that's just yeah, that's just me really. That makes sense. Hi Chloe. Mm. <laughs> just appeared in the door there. So. <laughs> so, so again, yeah, all all for Gunther. Next match, which yeah. I'm going to... Again, I probably am a little bit biased, but I think this match could low-key be, be one of the matches of the night with Rhea Ripley defending against Zoe Stark. Um, of course you do. Obviously, <laughs> there is that. Um, but I, I just think this is going to be physical. I think that, you know, we know how physical Rhea can be. And we've seen over the last couple of months this sort of little change in, in Zoe Stark. Um, obviously, I'm I'm backing Rhea to win. Um, we we spoke before. I absolutely think Zoe Stark will be a, a world champion at some point. I just think that you know, 
she's coming against Rhea in the middle of the hottest run that she's she's been on. Um, and I can't see Rhea dropping the title before before Mania. But I do think this is going to be a really, a really, really good match. Um, and I thought that Zoe at Crown Jewel almost had a bit of a star-making moment or star-making performance. And I think this could just elevate her even more having this match. And I, I would predict that Rhea will let will will give her her opportunity. Um, you know, a, a couple of the matches that Rhea had with Lyra Valkyra on NXT. Like, Lyra got a lot of offense in. Do you know what I mean? Like, Rhea gave her that, you know, it wasn't just a complete squash domination thing. So... I think Zoe will will have a real time to shine here, but Mammy's always on top, so I'm going Rhea. Uh, Jay, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I think Zoe's great, but this is just like uh, the same as the match with Gunther. Like, Rhea doesn't lose here. She's not dropping it here. Um, Zoe is a worthy challenger, and uh, she does deserve the, the plaudits for that because she is a worthy challenger, and I do think... She's had quite a quite a fast rise since she's come onto the main roster, which is Absolutely. nice to see because because she does deserve it. But uh, yeah, there's there's no way, like you say, Mammy's on top. There's no way Rhea doesn't win this. But Zoe will be a champion one day. Yeah, agreed, Johnny. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah Zoe again. Like we saw on Raw, we got to see what she's capable of on the mic, and unfortunately, she came up very short there. Uh, Rhea showing that you know. Rhea's actually younger than uh, Zoe Stark, by the way. Um, is she? I shows, didn't know that, actually. It shows the level of how good Rhea is. But you saw that, you know, obviously, as a champion, mic work is something that's very important for someone, especially someone like Zoe, who I guess wouldn't have a mouthpiece. So if she can't quite nail it on the mic, then I think they might say you've got a bit of work to do. You know, you still have a bit of work to do on that side of, you, uh, on, of your character. But... Zoe's not going to win this. It'll be a good match, and I think you might find it comes very close. You know, I think uh, Rhea's very good at selling, so selling a Z360 will be a lot of fun yeah, to watch. But, yeah, uh, Rhea's winning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. no. I'm still maintaining no one sells a DDT better than Rhea Ripley does. Like, <laughs> I, lo- I love her DDT sells. They're just so yeah. good. Um, so, I guess we'll go for the completed war games match um so we're recording this on a monday we don't know uh who the partner for the men's men's one is going to be but we saw on smackdown oscar was officially brought in to damage control um in quite a cool little segment actually i quite i sort of quite enjoyed that um how that how they done that and so we've got damage control bailey Oscar, Kyrie Zane, and EO Sky against Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch because reasons. So, um, <laughs> but, um, Johnny, what is going to happen here? So, Becky Lynch being added, um, the experience of Becky Lynch being in this match, I guess, is where they went. And they must have thought, we haven't really built anybody else up, which is our own fault. Ah, Becky will do it. You know, she'll always help out. And of course, she is one of the more popular women on that roster. So I guess having her just on the show is quite important to have her there because, again, a lot of girls will go to the show to see Becky Lynch. So yeah. I understand from the marketing side and business side why she's in there. But 
Yeah, it's like, well, you could have built up, I don't know, Mia Yim or somebody like, I know you mentioned her last time, but somebody like that who is on the SmackDown roster. It's, it's, it's a shame they've not got like a, you know, they've not just signed like a massive free agent megastar that probably could have done with, with you know, making a, a debut or something like that. Yeah. If they had that, that would have been really good, wouldn't yeah. it? But, yeah, you no, know. They've, uh, they've really missed that opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean, Damage Control have to win this. They have to. Because they've had so many chances where they've come very short, winning the tag team titles, winning the Women's Championship, in Bailey's case, a few times. So they need this because, like, what's the point of having a big thing where you're bringing in a new member, having finishing raw, finishing SmackDown where they're all on top of everyone to really show that they are a dangerous faction? They need to win. So yeah. I'm going to have to go with damage control. Yeah, makes they, they need sense. So much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jay, what are you? Uh, what are you saying? What are your thoughts? Um. Firstly, I'm I'm really liking this damage control, this version of what they are now. I've, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I, yeah, I really like it. I can't can't really fault it. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with them and their dissension in the ranks. But then we've got a, a team of all stars in with Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair all being in the same team. Like that is a team of all stars. You can't you can't fault that. However, now is damage control's time, and it's their time to almost challenge the, the judgment day for the uh, most dominant faction in WWE. Like, go and get it. It's, it's your time. Go and get it. Bailey is amazing. The rest of them are also very, very good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go damage control here. Yeah. And again, I've, I've, I've gone, I've gone damage control. The, the only way potentially would be if we, if this is the time they're going to do that turn, where they turn on Bailey, but mm-hmm. I would prefer to see them let let it let it run for a bit, like let let it run in its in in its form at the moment before see, you know doing anything else. I think that they could win and still turn on Bailey when they're all celebrating at the end. That's also true, yeah, mm. and that's what I think we might potentially see. But yeah, who yeah. knows. Um, yeah, and I just think it. I've said it before, and again, totally get. You know, you've got three, three out of four absolute all stars with Bianca, Charlotte, and Becky, but they're not a team. They should not. They shouldn't really be picking up wins over established teams, really. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go damage, damage control, maybe. Could this be where we see a Bianca heel turn? Could she walk out? Um, I don't. I, I don't know. I just think there's there's probably going to be some form of of shenanigans. Uh, but yeah, damage damage control for me. Um, shot so, in there to get the pin. Yeah, shot shot is going to get pinned, isn't she? That's what's yeah. going to happen. Um, and lastly, which I think is probably going to be the main event, I would assume. Um is the Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre versus uh, the team that I've I've called Team Yeet because I can't be bothered to keep repeating the like four names of who, who are going to be in who's going to be in there but Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins and another um you know and I've got a 
snaky suspicion that we may find out on Raw who that could be. Um, but Jay, what are we thinking? What are your views? And who is going to be that fifth member? So I think Team Yeet are going to win. Yeet? Um, I think they're going to win. Um, you can't have both heel factions win, I don't think. And Judgment Day can, because they've already got gold, can probably afford to lose this in, in this sort of calibre. Um, who gets pinned, I don't know. Probably Dom or JD. Uh, I think that Drew is going to be added as a fifth man for them. If they go a fifth man, I mean, last year they did, but notoriously on NXT it is four on four. So whether they do go for a fifth man or not, but if they do, it'll be Drew for Judgment Day's team. And I did think it would be Randy, but now could it be the guy on Johnny's team? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We just don't know with that. Drew will be the fifth member. Um, And then I did think it would be Randy, but it could be the guy on Johnny's T-shirt. It could be LA Knight. But I also don't know whether they're going to try and use LA Knight as filler, announce him on Raw, but he actually gets taken out by the bloodline on SmackDown again to defuse people talking about it being Randy for a week to try and take away Mm -hmm. from that. Um, I want it to be Randy. Uh, but yeah, t- team Yeet for the win. Also, but why is Cody Rhodes and I'm I'm talking about him a lot lately, but that's because he's bloody everywhere. Why is Cody Rhodes the team captain? Why is your world heavyweight champion not your team captain? Because no one cares about him. Apparently, I mean, I'm not saying that from my point of view, but like they're just Cody Rhodes is the only person they care yeah. about on Raw. Yeah, which mm. is uh, it's like oh well, Seth's the workhorse. We'll give him the belt, but. Cordy's the one that we care about. You know, it does feel that way. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You know, uh, Johnny, what are your what are your thoughts? Who's going to win this? Uh, team Cordy and friends. Team Yeet. Team uh, Yeet. To win this one. Um, so there's no forfeit for me this time. That's a guarantee. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the fifth member for me, LA Knight, would make sense now. But also, they always love putting them together and i just wonder if mr war games kevin owens will be added instead because why not you know it's like every time Sami Zayn does anything ko is always nearby and i just have this horrible feeling that it'll be kevin owens and i don't have any issue with kevin owens but like you're on smackdown please please just move on right like yeah. that's what's really bothering me but Elliot Knight helping out Cody Rhodes, I mean, it kind of works. It, as I said, he is the highest merch seller that's an active wrestler. Marketing side of things, again, like, he should be involved in the card somehow. Yeah. So agreed. it would make sense to have him. And the way Jay's put it, actually, is the way I would prefer to see it happen. That does make a lot of sense. And then bring Randy in at the end. Um, but I just get this feeling they're going to go for someone like Keo. But I'll stick with LA Knight. But I just, yeah, with Randy, it's like you can never predict it because we've been predicting him returning for so long. And it's like, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, just come back. Like, I don't even care where, just come back. Like, <laughs> um, again, I, I think, would... I think the way Jay described it would be the right way to go. Yeah. I will just say, whatever happens, I am going to predict that Cody eats a punk kick or an RKO at some point in the night. And, and possibly Jay Uso as well. Oh, okay. So I'm 
again for we're, we're making we're making snapbacks history because I'm also going team Yeet. Um, so there's no forfeit. No forfeit. For no forfeit this week yeah. or this or there could be because we could we could all be wrong. We could be wrong on every match and then we all get zero and then we'll have to do a group forfeit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I I was so sure it would be Randy until Cody Rhodes came out and helped LA Knight. Um, but I did think, just as you were talking, Johnny, if they went down the route of it being KO, could that be the way that we see some things freshen up in the sense of, has KO really forgotten about all the stuff that Jey Uso done? So he would it could he just drop Jay with a stunner and walk out and then the judgment day could win. KO turns heel. That's a bit fresh. KO's much better as a heel anyway. Um isn't he and, about to go into a feud with Theory and Waller though? And they're their heels anyway. Yeah, I I guess. But then, you know, WWE logic, reasons. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, I I, I think I say as much as I want it to be Randy. I, I think it makes sense now for it to be LA night because of because of what we saw last week. Um but I've I keep saying it, I keep going for it. I this could be the opportune moment for a cash in because what if Team Yeet win and then whilst they're celebrating the judgment day throw the other members out of the cage and then lock the cage. And then you've got five members of judgment day in there with Seth with the door locked. Like mm-hmm. that's the, that it like that in, in my view, in my opinion, there is not a better, more opportune moment to cash in than, than at war games when you can lock the check, when you could have the champion locked in with your group. Like that is that is the best chance to do it. Um, I keep predicting that Je- that that Priest is going to cash in, um, but I just I think there's lots of there's lots of potential with this. You know, we've obviously got and we haven't spoken about the big Chicago elephant in the room yet, and I'm sure we will. But you know, we could have the Judgment Day do that. We could have Orton come back and you know, turn on Cody and we have that feud. We could see Phil Brooks return and we know he'll go after Seth. And I do not think that that feud needs a world title. So, could, could you know, I I just think there's there's lots of ways they can they can go. And if there's only five matches on the card, there's a lot of time for things to happen. Um, and I guess we'll... We'll know more if we're watching if we're watching this on Saturday night and the match ends with thirty five minutes to go. Like we, we know things are things are mm-hmm. happening, but yeah, what? Let's let's talk about him, as you would say, uh, Jay. What is is anything going to happen with CM Punk? <coughs> I hope so. I hope so. I do hope so. Um, I think uh, uh, most likely. Um, is that he returns GTS as Seth because he called him a cancer. Like, that's enough of, re- of a reason as it is. 
uh, it called him a cancer to wrestling. Um, GTS is him and allows for the cash in. But I also did have a thought about that cash in as well. If it wasn't involved in Phil Brooks, Cody and Seth don't like each other. But imagine they did lock them out the cage. But I don't know. Cody managed to, and Cody saved Seth from the cash in. And he was like, actually, no, I want to take that title from you. I think that would be interesting. But anyway, mm. that's besides the point. But Phil, um, I hope so. And that, like we said, that we've all said that before, that is the most logical point for him to return. Or does he look to take the IC title from Gunther? Yeah. But that, yeah, that I mean, would be where I'd go. Yeah. Well, talking about the Intercontinental title quickly before that, um, that's where I think Randy comes back. I think Randy takes out Gunther. Okay. I think Randy makes a return. Maybe on Raw after he's won it and he had this big title celebration, like I am the greatest Intercontinental champion of all time, and then we see Randy. Um, but I, I think that's where he goes first before he goes to another title. Um, yeah. Similar with CM Punk, I think, again, fantasy booking here, but the way Shinsuke Nakamura is doing these promos about this guy who's entitled and all this stuff, I think he's talking about CM Punk. And again, you see, and he does the GTS on wrestlers and stuff, little hints like that. I think there's an open challenge that Nakamura puts out because he's not on the card. And that's where he comes out. Okay. I, yeah. I, I do think, and I think we said it last week, and we've, we've spoke about it on uh, in the group chat and stuff. I, as much as the... You know, the, the pop for CM Punk returning in Chicago would be just thunderous. Is there an argument that he needs to come back before? Because otherwise the entire PLE is just going to be dogged with CM Punk chants. And if he doesn't come back, are they just going to like shit on everything because that's what they wanted to happen? And they that, know that. They know that yeah, as well. Yeah. And and, and that, that would be my worry. Like, could could you imagine? Again, I don't I don't think it would happen because it's because it's Randy Orton, but at the same time, it could happen because it's CM Punk and it's Chicago. Could you imagine? All right, we're waiting for the fifth member of uh of Team Yeet and Orton comes out and the crowd just shit all over him because he's not CM Punk. I so said I don't think it would happen because he's Orton, but like, do you know what I mean? I just think other matches may suffer from the crowd if we don't know what's going on with CM Punk. But I do understand See, their reason for keeping it secret. I think I think Orton can get away with it yeah. if he's the uh, <laughs> if it is him. I think he can get away with it and still get cheered. That's my worry, but that's my worry if they go for LA Knight. And have him as and have him as the fifth member. Will the crowd start to turn on him because they want Randy? That's that's my worry for LA. So I have the same worry, but it's for yeah. LA Knight, not Randy. Yeah, no, I t- totally can see that. Can totally see that. Um, Johnny, see, what's your views? He's see, your boy. Well, yeah, I mean that's something I can't imagine the the fans turning on uh, LA Knight in that sense. But at the same time, Chicago crowd is a very um, different to most other crowds. Um, I think that he would still get cheered, but I think it would be maybe not as uh, big a deal because it's not Randy Orton or someone like that. 
but I still think you would get cheered. Um, but CM Punk coming back as well, WWE are making more money than they've ever made, right? So CM Punk coming back, it doesn't make a difference to them because, well, we're still making loads of money. Um, and I just wonder if they're going to consider, like, is it really worth it? This guy who's known to be a bit of a problem backstage, we're yeah. making loads of money to begin with. We're not exactly desperate for new merchandise sales and stuff. So I, I just, part of me wonders if they're thinking we don't need them, really. I mean, I think they do, but I just, I don't know. I, I think there is ways, part of me thinks that he's not coming back at all. Yeah. But I also feel like uh, it's 10 years since he left. Water under the bridge. People grew up, I'd like to think. Like, just move on from your beef with Triple H, man. Like, just. Well, tri- Triple H has been asked in, in interviews previously, and he has always said, and again, good PR, maybe or not, he has always says the door will never be closed. Um, you wonder. Under Vince, maybe would that have been harder? But now, with Vince not there, this is if the opportunity is there. This is Triple H's time to prove that actually, yeah, well, you know, there is still the opportunity. Um, but I, yeah, I, I do, I get what you mean with with the merch sales. Would they do they need that to you know? Do they need CM Punk? And I mean, I guess it's like he said in in his promo you know the the pipe bomb all them years ago he he's just another cog in the wheel um the wheel will keep on turning and actually okay there are a few dodgy years and stuff the last 18 months wwe has been thriving very well so they don't need cm punk in my view but a white hot cm punk in chicago in the company is an asset like that like he just he he just is as a performer he is an asset so you know if, if that opportunity is there i i wouldn't be surprised to see him and obviously we'll be all together to see it maybe yeah i mean they could they could always just literally have him come back here and have him just until mania and then do like a match here, well, not a match here, but maybe like one or two on Raw or SmackDown, one at the Rumble, one at the Elimination Chamber, one at Mania, done. Yeah. He could literally just come back to feud with Seth and then go again. Yeah. I mean, that it, it, they could. And again, I don't know how certain dealings and contracts and lawyers and all that kind of work necessarily. But if if it was me, I would almost be in, inclined to be a bit like, okay, like it, if you want to come back and you want to be involved, this is what it's going to be. Like you're going to come back here. Your your contract, this contract, is until WrestleMania when you have a match with Seth. If this 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 and this parts of your contract are fulfilled, you know I'd want backstage shit in there. Like I'd want things like that in that contract. If that is kept, there is here is your post mania deal. But yeah. if this, this, and this isn't kept, there is not a post mania deal. And if you, like that, that's his contract. If that sort of makes sense, yeah. Um, because sense. I, I, again, I just think he, you know, as much as you know, I, I can't lie. 
the anti-authority, you know, CM Punk, much akin to the, you know, Stone Cold in the Attitude Era, like, loved it. it was a fantastic character. But we, uh, he, the company does, doesn't actually need that real-life drama backstage. Like, that, that's not something that they need, you know. Um, and that is something that Punk can bring sometimes. Um, so I think they would want assurances that that's not going to be something that happens. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. And we have gone then we've gone for a, a snapbacks clean sweep, which is unheard of first time ever, um, that we've gone for that. <laughs> Damien Priest cash in, by the way, I want to point that out as well. So obviously yeah. it's kind of biased because I want to see a cash in live. So I feel like if, Gunter was to fight Seth Rollins. Could you imagine if the man who did the heist of the century gets that performed on him at WrestleMania by Damien Priest? Yeah. You know, that would be, um, I think that would be a very good way to go. But I'd like to see Gunter win the world title and have a run. So there is that <laughs> sword there of like, I'd like to see a cash in at WrestleMania. And I mean, I would love it to be on Roman Reigns. But if it's not, if it was on the man who cashed in the main event of WrestleMania last time, Rollins, then that would also be quite a poetic way to do it, I think. Yeah, and it's something we, again, we spoke about this at the weekend, didn't we? What, why, do, why don't more people cash in at Mania? Like, that would be, like, yeah. it's the biggest show. Surely that's got, if you want to be there, that's the one to, one to go for. But I guess it's not always the most opportune moment, I suppose. But, yeah, you know. So... That's our that's our predictions for Survivor Series. Like I say, we will all be on TikTok Live, so come and join us for that. However, there was some wrestling um, over the weekend, and I'm not talking about Fightmare, which was fantastic, by the way. Um, really there was there yeah. was AEW Full Gear, and there was some you know some big big things coming out of that. We have a new AEW women's champion. The title is where it should be now. I think with Tony storm. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. We had, uh, I, I don't even really know. I, one of you boys can take the, the J white MJF situation. Cause I don't really know how I feel about it to, to be honest with you. Um, and I do like MJF. It's just, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> it's, it's that Tony Khan booking again where it was a good show, there were so many good things and then it's back to, well this makes no sense so Adam Cole who is not capable of wrestling, he's had two surgeries or something he can't wrestle for the tag team title so Samoa Joe takes his place, half an hour later though he's apparently cleared to wrestle uh, Jay White in place of MGF for the world title and then it ends up being MGF anyway on one leg, who beats Jay White fully fifth Jay White. So that makes him look stupid. Yeah. Because he can't, this guy who's been in MGF's head, try to do all the mind games in the world, the Juice Robinson stuff, and he still can't beat him when the guy literally is so vulnerable. Yeah. And it, to me, it's just reeks of, he's desperate to keep MGF, so he's going to keep the world title on him as much as he can, even if it's, is it the risk of other wrestlers looking stupid. Yeah. You know. Pretty much, I, yeah. I, I, I like Jay White. Not as much as maybe as you do, but I do like Jay White, and I would like to have seen him officially win the belt, but I think that whole thing there of him with the belt for six weeks is probably the closest you'll get to him actually winning it. 
Yeah. Because he's, he's had, but you've got the images of him holding it and all that stuff, uh, photos and everything. So you've got that, but I think that's probably the closest you'll actually get from being world champion. So. Yeah. Jay, what are you thinking? Um, so I've not, I know the results. I've not actually seen full transparency. I've not actually seen any of full gear yet. Obviously, we had the busy weekend. Uh, I didn't get to watch yeah. SmackDown until last night. And so I've not actually seen it. Um, <clears throat> but I just wonder if uh, if MJF is being uh, having the title kept on him because that's a massive negotiation tool if you like for yeah. for when the contracts do do come around but um i won't i won't give it away i'll let you do that Stu, because i know he is your guy but i imagine their newest signing is probably who will take the belt from mjf if i had to hazard a guess at it yeah yeah so no we'll go first then before we go to the new signing we'll go to what some people are calling match of the year um, it's not, but um, Boar Man Adam Page, Boar Man no. Adam Page, and Boar Strickland in a Texas Death Match. Um, it's it's been everywhere. Um, what did Jay? I, again, I know you probably haven't seen the match itself, but probably have read bits and pieces or seen seen clips. What's what did you think of this? If you've got any thoughts on it. Again, I've not seen any clips, but I've had people messaging me going, you need to watch this match. It's so brutal. So I'm expecting big, big things. I have seen Swerve's post-match interview, uh, post-match promo, and that was bloody, bloody good. Um, I know you're not a fan of his music because you say it endorses drink driving. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I really like Swerve. Um, I'm not I'm not the back, biggest fan of, of Hangman, but I do really like Swerve. Uh, so I am interested to see this match. It was actually only by ten seconds, but it was the longest match of the night as well. Um, mm. So uh, I'll be—I will be interested to check it out. A lot of people have told me to. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it—it it was brutal to be to be fair, and it's just yeah. Uh, Johnny, what did you think? Have you seen any bits of this? Whose house? <laughs> Swerve's house. That's right. Damn right. Yeah, the man is—he is the man uh, dethrone MGF. And he is just on an absolute tear right now. Like, so he obviously had that coffin match, and I do feel like that was the change of character. You know, I think he went into that, and then he's come out of that almost a different person, almost as if not, I don't again, not comparing him to The Undertaker, but the idea is he's meant to be almost, he's been to hell, and he doesn't have any soul. You know, he's just, he doesn't give a shit. And he even said in one of the promos to Adam Page, like, Adam thinks I'm going to take him to hell. He's already there with me. And he just doesn't realise it. That kind of, like, oh, man, it's such a good character. And the fact this is the same Isaiah Scott from NXT, who looks totally different. Like, I remember last year at WrestleMania in Dallas, there was, um, I managed to meet Swerve, actually. I was very fortunate to meet him. But you wouldn't think it was the same person. You're like, are you the same guy? <laughs> because he, he looks different. He's just completely changed everything about him. And people are talking about this match, talking about Swerve. And rather than being some guy on the roster, just one of the many, many guys on the roster, he's managed to find a way to stand out. And that's why I really like what he's doing. And, of course, I don't mind brutal matches. I think some people don't like 
the bloody matches and all that stuff. I think it's great. Yeah. Personally, I, maybe I'm just sick in the head. I don't know. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, I'm very much looking forward to this match. I, I might uh, say about uh, just finding that match. I don't know. I might try and watch the whole thing, but that match in particular, I need to watch it because um, I've become a big fan of Swerve. And it's a shame that the uh, merchandise is quite expensive and from the United States only, because otherwise I would have bought a Morgan Embassy T-shirt by now. Um, but, yeah, it's Swerve's house, and he is going to be on top. Yeah, see, I, I just... Like, I, d- I don't like his music like that. I just... It's just I, not I for me. I you don't like Prince Nana either. No, he's annoying. Um, <laughs> it's just... Um, <laughs> But for for me, like I said to you boys the other day, like I'm glad that Swerve is getting the spotlight on him more than he did in WWE because he is a he is a talent. Like he he's very good, and the fact that he's been able to still you know to be a a player within a company that's got lots of lots of talent and have his own sort of niche i suppose is credit to him i I just can't like there's just something i'm just not like you know stand on my feet cheer for him i just can't quite quite get there um but again that's not taking away anything from the the performer that that he is do you know what i mean um but someone that i can fully get behind and someone that as you said, Jay, could be the one to beat MJF. I'm just not sure where you go from there if you come in and do that straight off. The only way to go is down, like, you know, realistically. Um, AEW's new sign-in, the master of the bruv, Will Ospreay. Uh, this is just, it's so good. It's going to be good to see him in in AEW, the matches that he can he can have. Um Johnny, obviously you did a video where you thought WWE was going to be the place for for mm. Will. Um, what do you think of the, it now being announced that come 2024, he will be all elite? Well, as I said, you know, um, in WWE, he would have a bigger mountain to climb because they would expect him to work his way up all the way through the ranks. And wrestling careers are short, and I think he realizes that as a businessman, not just a wrestler, that, yeah, I can make more money quicker in AW. And wrestling is about making the most money. It's not always about impressing Dave Meltzer with your match. It is about making the most money. And I give resp- and respect him for that. You know, he's realized that, like, I want to make as much money as I can. And in WWE, he probably could get to that level but he wouldn't get there straight away. Where with AW, Tony Khan would be like, what's your price? That's what I want. And you'll give it to him immediately without yeah. hesitation. And he'll be probably in the world title picture, like not long after he debuts. Um, and I think the challenge in AW might not be as difficult, but mm. again, he's making more money there. So I think I can't really discredit someone for going where the money is. Yeah. See, yeah. Just Jay, just before I come to you, I think I don't know. I I don't know if it's it's guaranteed. I don't know if it, if that's too strong. But for me, it's kind of written, isn't it? Surely, Will Ospreay comes in 
is it February? I think his contract is. I can't. I can't quite remember off the top of my head. So that gives a month and a half ish, give or take, four or two months for a a debut feud with could probably be anyone. You know, could you Ooh. could and that'd be great. And then you get the get on the road to all in in Wembley, twenty twenty four. That is where Will Ospreay wins the world title. It, and that'll it, be another part of the deal as well. That I think it is. Yeah. yeah, and and I think I think I said this to you boys on on Saturday when we were together. I think that's something that AEW could offer Osprey that that WWE couldn't, because I think Wembley is going to be AEW territory, realistically. Um, and I think that's something that does mean a fair bit to to Osprey. So I think that will probably have played quite a quite a part in negotiations, as well as the dollar signs and other such like that that, that is probably there. Um, Jay, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm really interested to see it. We've seen him compete for AEW a number of times now, and they are always very good matches. Um, Omega. Chris Jericho, yeah, they are they are very good matches. Um, I do think he'll be world champion with inside a year. Like you say, Wembley's probably the place to do it. Um, I disagree that once he's got there, that's the best he can do, though. Um, I, as we said, we've seen him against Omega. We know he can have very good matches that are not for titles, and there's loads of feuds. He, he can have great matches against Jay White, more against Omega. There's There's a lot of people in that locker room that he could have very, very good matches with and still potentially main event above the belt because he is Will Ospreay and he is very, very good. Um, so I disagree to that extent. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it because we know what he can do. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, what I, what I was really more thinking is, is just like once you've been world champion... Like once you've lost the world title, you're like you're onto a loss, aren't you? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, surely it's, you know, it's the mountain to get there to be on top. And if you come in straight away on top, you can't get any higher than being on top. But yeah, but you, quality, could, you could reach it again, I guess, and you could reach yeah. it three or four oh, times. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I, I predict he probably will. I think he's probably going to be a multi-time, mm-hmm. multi-time mm-hmm. champion. And similar um, to uh, with MGF as well, I mentioned there's plenty of time for him to get into WWE because you've seen, I always go back to the AJ Styles being 36 when he signed, then ended yeah. up having one of the best runs in a very short space of time. Will Ospreay again hasn't reached 30 yet, so there's still time for him to go there. I know yeah. he said in interviews before that he's not really bothered if he signs to WWE or not because like <laughs> that he's fine with the way things have been going, but there's still plenty of time for that to happen. So yeah, I'm not ruling out that happening one day. Yeah, no, yeah. agreed. I um, I know as well, Stu. You're not his biggest fan, but I'd really like to see Osprey versus Moxley because Moxley will take absolutely whatever Osprey wants mm. to give him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that would be. Yeah, no, that makes makes a lot of sense. There's, there's the matches are there, aren't they? I think it's just mm. you know it's now we're just waiting for them to 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 happen. So that brings us to the end of our well predictions and catch up. Have either of you boys got something for me to tweet, or do you want me to think of something that I can do right now? No, I've, I've, def- I've, I've definitely got one. 
<laughs> I've got Good. one. Are you ready? Oh <laughs> no, but you know. At Will Osprey. Oh God. <laughs> Has Will Osprey got Twitter? Let's. He better have. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I, 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 follow, I follow him. I, I don't know why I asked that question. He does. Uh, at Will Ospreay, didn't fancy the mountain top. Hey, <laughs> looks like the Billy Goat doesn't even believe his own hype. Oh. <laughs> oh. Looks like the Billy Goat didn't. <laughs> Leave his own hype. XOXO. That was painful. That might be the worst <laughs> one. That might be. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, that, that can't be worse than Jay Shite. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like I like um I like Osprey more than I like <laughs> than I like White. Although you did make me tweet Rhea. So that could that could have been it's the one. ammunition for when eventually Johnny has to do a forfeit. Yeah, this is true. I just make sure, um, sure that <laughs> never happens. <laughs> but well, thank you for that. Uh, appreciate it. Um, that has been sent. Um, so if we ever get the opportunity to spend time with Will Ospreay, that is going to come back and hurt me, isn't it? Um, yeah. But uh, Johnny, where can we find you on social media? Find me at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok and uh, Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram. Perfect. Jay, where can we find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on TikTok at JE Wrestle Talk for all your daily wrestling content. Love to see it. And myself, my main social is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. As always, boys, it has been a pleasure. I will see you on Saturday for the TikTok watch-along of Survivor Series. Come and join us, and we will speak to you all very, very soon.